Hey guys, how you doing? Joe McCall, REI in your car. What's up? So I'm so excited for a couple reasons. The biggest one is I am done with this class at St. Louis University. I've been working on my MBA for whatever reason. I don't know. I just want to finish the stupid thing because I started it in 2004. So 13 years ago, I'm on the short bus. I don't know, man. I started it because I was working in a corporate America and I wanted to have an MBA because I thought it would help advance my corporate career. I thought, well, if I ever wanted to leave this company, it would make it easier to find another job with another company. And my employer at the time offered to pay for half of my tuition, I think is what it was. So anyway, yeah. And then when I quit my job and the market tanked, you know, in 2008, 2007, 2008, Everything went to H-E double hockey sticks in a basket and I stopped doing the MBA stuff. Then eventually started working for myself and didn't feel like I wanted to do it anymore. Oh, I remember what happened. <laughs> this is a little embarrassing. Um, I owed the school a bunch of money, like three or $4,000. And um, at the time, like I could not pay them. And I don't remember if it went to collections or not. This is way back in like 2007. And, uh, you know, the cool thing was they, they were so cool with me. I mean, like they, they offered to help me work it out. They never sent it to collections and I eventually paid them all without interest and penalties or fees. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago and I just remembered that. That was one of the reasons why I didn't. I stopped taking classes because I couldn't pay from the classes. Oh, frustrating. So anyway, now I have. I, I finished this class. It's a capstone class, and I'm not going to complain about it. It was good, but I'm just glad it's over. And that's all I'll say about it. I do. I do say. I will say this. I wish that MBAs, that business schools, would focus more on small businesses and what it takes to run a small business. I was reading a statistic the other day, and I forget which, it's like one of the you know small business government bureaus saying something about how 98, it's either 97 or 98% of all the businesses in the United States are small businesses like under 500 people. And 87% are under 20 people, something like that. If you just Google it, you'll find what I'm talking about. But, you know, 80-something percent of all businesses in the United States are under a couple hundred people. And then if you look at the stats, like what percentage of employees work for small businesses? And it's at like 45, 50 percent of all people that work out there work for small businesses, which is amazing to think about, right? And... In MBA school, in business school, 
all they talk about, all the research you read in the textbooks and the studies, in the case studies, the um, everybody talks about the big multinational conglomerate, the big corporations, right? Because I think the reason why is because you know they're publicly traded and they have to publish their books, and so it's easy to do research on a company that is in the news that everybody's talking about that employs tens of thousands of people that's a publicly traded company because it's easy to get that information it's a lot harder to get information to do research on small businesses but i think if anybody's listening to this who is an educator professor works for a university that has a business school you really should think about not just having a couple classes maybe on entrepreneurship but really I don't know. I don't know what to say, but like maybe hiring adjunct professors or, or paying teachers to come who actually own small businesses and have them teach accounting, have them teach bookkeeping, have them teach marketing, uh, how to, you know, because like these guys, they don't have an HR department, you know, they don't have HR managers. They don't know what all of these ratios are for inventory. So maybe they do. I mean, depending on the business they're in, right? But anyway, that's my two cents for what it's worth. And that'd be, that'd be really cool. I wanted to talk about something I've been thinking about lately. I get a lot of people that approach me and ask me for help. You know, like they want me to teach them how to do deals. And they're flat broke and they don't have any money. And they want me to spend a bunch of time with them and teach them how to do what I do. And they tell me that I'll split the deal with you 50-50, 80-20, you keep 100% of the profits, you keep all the profits for the first three deals, and they give me their stories of why they deserve it. And it's usually, you know, I don't want to be critical, but it's usually something dramatic or traumatic. And, um, you know, I just, I can't do it. I just can't do it. It wouldn't be fair for the people who do pay me for coaching, but here's the thing you value what you pay for right and the more you pay for something the more you value it every single person I would tell you maybe with the exception of well I don't know if I can think of any exceptions I'm going to say it right out every person I've given something free to like a free book or given them my course for free or let them come to a workshop or a boot camp I do for free or whatever or you know, hang out and have coffee for, you know, for 30 minutes. Let me just pick your brain. Almost every single one of those guys have not done anything with what I taught them or told them to do. And it wasn't because it was complicated or over their head. It was real simple, like, just do this and this and this. And then, because some of these guys are my friends or family or whatever, I say, listen, if you have any questions, you know, just feel free to call me. I'll help you. Um, nothing. So I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> you know what it's like. You, you read a really good book and it's you're so excited about it. Like, uh, what was that one book I loved? Un- Un- Unbreakable. Uh, fantastic book, right? Another book that I've read is called Ghost Soldiers. A couple books about World War II history. And I've given them to friends, you know, and they either don't read it or most of them don't ever even read it. <laughs> they don't get it or they don't, they're not excited about it. And if they do read it, it's not like, ah, you know, it was a good book, but it wasn't life-changing. Like, 
as ex- didn't get me as excited as you did. Or you hear a really good song and you share it with a friend and they don't think it's that great either. So you understand what I'm saying. So here's what I'm thinking of doing, and I, the reason I'm putting this out there in the podcast is to find if any of you have done this yourself, because I know a lot of you guys listening to this are active wholesalers, you're active in your market, you're doing a lot of deals, and a lot of people know you as an active wholesaler, right? And you get picked, you get people that ask you all the time, hey, can I just take you out to coffee or lunch and pick your brain and can you help me? Uh, so what I'm thinking of doing is like, Maybe telling these people, seeing who, who come and ask me for free help, like giving them a ton of stuff to do, like give them some books to, like I don't know, some really good books to read that they have to go find and buy the book themselves. Give them some podcasts and blog posts that they need to go listen to and read. Um, then, like. Tell them something like maybe, you know, go ahead and make 500 offers or something like that. And then once you go get all of this good free education, and once you go and make 500 offers, and then bring me any lead, if you get any of these offers accepted, then you get the seller to sign this thing, and then give me, you know, five lowest sold comps, five lowest active comps, and fill out this repair sheet. And once you do that, then maybe I'll have coffee with you or, or something crazy like that. I know it's maybe a little outrageous, but uh, I'd be curious to know, like, if any of you guys ever done that and you think it's a good idea. But it's going to be, like, serious. And, and I've, I was just talking to one of my clients who has done this similar. And uh, he, I think he was saying he's, he's done this to, like, 15 guys that have come to him in his office. He's an active wholesaler. And he's given them a bunch of just stuff to study. And only two of those 15 people actually came back to him and said, okay, now what do I do? I, I, bought, I bought those books. I listened to those podcasts. Now I've read them, and what, what do I do now? But I'm thinking more intense, like, listen, you're just going to you're just gonna do this stuff, and I'm looking at it as free marketing almost, right? Like, there has to be an exchange of some kind of value. If, if I spend a lot of time teaching you and coaching you this to do this business for free and you don't do anything with it, which you're most likely not going to do anything with, right? Who's the one left holding the bag? Me. I've spent all the time and energy and it's, been not, it's not been fair to the people who have spent money. Anyway, I don't know if I... I don't mean this to be like sounding negative or I don't want to complain about people that ask for help because I understand they are in very you know, difficult situations. I totally get that. And I feel for you. I'm sorry. But that's one of the reasons why I do this podcast and do all the free stuff that I do is, be, is like to help those people who don't have any money. I mean, I have students. I've talked about this guy before who is in, lives in a college town in the, in the Midwest and uh, has no money, goes, goes to school full time. Just from the podcast, starts learning how to wholesale, right? My podcast and Sean Terry's podcasts. And he goes on Craigslist and starts posting ads on Craigslist. Hey, we buy houses. And then also starts sending text messages to rent to landlords on Craigslist and says, I want to buy your house. If you're interested, contact me. Gets a seller that says, hey, I want to sell my house. So he doesn't have enough money to buy a course, right? He can't buy my course. So he goes to Office Max or Depot or Staples or whatever and buys one of those generic contracts, right? He buys a generic contract, gives it to the... Um, 
seller who signs it, and he doesn't has no idea what the comps are. He's like, he just got the lowest price he could get the seller to go down to, all right, and then gets it under contract, and he doesn't have any buyers, but he knows, like he listened to a podcast, and one of, this, one of the podcasts said, post an ad in Craigslist. So he posts an ad in Craigslist for this house, He's and uh, he finds a guy, and he makes 13 grand. He makes $13,000, and he just does it by finding where there's a will, there's a way, right? So, I don't know. What do you guys think of that? If you are somebody that has tried to get free coaching advice before from other wholesalers, my advice to you would be, instead of going to them just saying, hey, can I pick your brain? Can I take you out for coffee or beer or lunch or whatever? You need to approach it from a different perspective and you need to approach them, that active wholesaler or the coach, and say, hey, listen, how can I help you grow your business? How can I help you make more money? How can I bring more value to you? How can I serve you? And that is it. Then shut your zipper. And that's it. And if you will go out and bring value to them, they will in turn bring value to you. That's how it works. There, uh, I won't tell you all the details, but I've done this in a similar way to some big giants in the industry and uh, it's been amazing. The The return that I've received has been way more, but they were so appreciative of what I did for them. And I offered to do it for free without anything, without expecting anything in return, right? So that would be my advice, right? So what could you do? Could you say, hey, listen, I'll go, how can I, Oh, it's my gas thing just beeped at me. I had a heart attack. <laughs> Something was beeping in my car. Um, so, what you know? What if you approach the other wholesaler or the coach and said, "Listen, what are your markets that you're interested in?" And um, I'd love to make a bunch of offers for you. Would you mind? And if I get an offer accepted, I'll bring it to you, and you don't have to pay me anything. You don't even have to split the profits with me. Yeah, that'd be awesome, right? So find out the zip codes and just, I don't know, be creative, right? Get on the MLS. Look for all the listings that are over 30 days old. Go to Redfin uh, in their target zip codes, right? And just make 20 offers a day until you make 500 offers. You know, you're going to reap several benefits from this. Like after making 500 offers, you're going to learn a thing or two about the business, right? You're going to learn who the players are. You're going to learn who the players aren't. You're going to learn which realtors to stay away from, right? And uh, you may not need that guy anymore after doing all that work. So you you learn by taking massive action, right? So just do it. What if you approached uh, somebody and said, listen, I'll mail uh, 20 letters a day for you. I will mail, I'll go knock on 100 doors. I'll go buy some post-it notes, and you can you don't handwrite them yourselves unless you really want to, but you could go for super cheap, go buy a printed a bunch of post-it notes and just go door to door and put them on people's doors. Do 30 bandit signs a month. I don't know, a week. I don't know. Well like just get creative and do the work. Do the work. And those of you guys that have done this before, I'd be curious to know. 
if you wouldn't mind, shoot me, I don't know, from this podcast, wherever this is on my website, realestateinvestingmastery.com. Go ahead and leave a comment of what you have done that has worked well for you, like giving some of these kinds of tests or assignments to people that have asked you this kind of question before. Okay, I appreciate it. That's it. I'm out of here, guys. Ciao.